Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakun Wong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me as always is my co-host, Trevor Stores of the Full Press Coverage. How are you doing, Trev? I'm good, Hakun. How are you doing today? Not too bad, not too bad. And I will say this, because I know you've been listening to it too. But there's been so much hype going into this weekend. And I don't mean preseason NFL Weekend 3, although there's a lot of stuff that happened there too. I'm talking about Kanye West and Donda. I, we had, we, I know we've already had it out. <laughs> and you've been, you've been listening in on a list of parties for, like, all, all of them that have been streaming through Apple Plus and everything. So, hey, listen, I'm going to let you have your day first because you already know how I feel about it. Um, so you, you go first, man. You go first. Your uh, take on Kanye West and Donda. Uh, finally, it's here after so many... It's coming this date. No, it's not. It's coming this date. No, it's not. And after <laughs> right. three live, long live streams on Apple Music, and it's finally here. It's a masterpiece. Kanye West is a genius, whether you like him <laughs> or not. Um, yeah. he got, he's got your attention with his rollout. Like, every rollout was a liberal movie. Tim uh-huh. K walking down the aisle in a wedding dress. Tim catches himself on fire. He finally took his mask off. Like, it's a whole... Yeah production outside of just the album. I think it was great. It is a little yeah. gospel but it's not as gospel-like as, as, as Jesus as Jesus as Jesus is King, the album before this one, but right, right. I think right. a lot of the features he, he put on this album kind of helped the album a lot, because if he didn't have these features, I don't think it would be the biggest hit that it is, but he's a genius for a reason, and he showed that while in Donda. Yeah, I, so I'll, this is what I'll say, <laughs> because I don't disagree with everything that you said there. I'm not going to totally, uh, and you know how I feel about this already, because, uh, and I'll get this out of the way so, so that people don't slam me on social media, okay? I think it is a good album, right? It's definitely better than Jesus is King. It, it, is, uh, it is a good album, okay? It's not a great album, and I'll say that the reason is because it is so freaking long. Do some self-editing, Kanye. Just do some self-editing sometimes. <laughs> I just swear, because there's some great songs on there. Don't get me wrong. I love Off the Grid. I love that song. I love Believe What I Say. I love yeah. Keep My Spirit Alive. Those are three great songs. Yeah. And I think we were talking a little bit back and forth. And I've, I've come around on Jonah as being a pretty good song, too. I've added all four of those to my current playlist. That's a testament, I think, go. to how good the album is. It's just that there are 27 freaking tracks. Kanye, can you stop just throwing yeah. stuff on And that Donde chant, what's that all about, dude? It's like, I just yeah, need a 27 track, I'm just going to chant Donde for... <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, just, I think the Donde chant for a minute is way too long for a chant. It was 20 yeah. seconds, maybe 10 seconds. Yeah, that, that's fine. It is what it intro. is, here, finally. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that, I think where we land on this is, it is definitely worth listening to, but... You know, yeah. if you're, don't, don't expect, I mean, if you're a fan, you're going to love it. I think that's the bottom line. And, and, I, and get, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I, I, like Kanye West is so influential in the music industry. You can't not want to listen to it and just hear what he put exactly. out there. You know, I mean, you, you just can't. You just, you have to. It's almost like it's required listening. It's just that when I got to like track 23, I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> Some of those songs. 
we could have skipped those, and I would have been totally okay with that. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. I started off strong, and there was a little bit of in between there, and then when we start getting to part twos. I'm like, no, 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 we don't need part twos, all right, buddy. It's kind of like, <laughs> kind of like a whole sermon. Like if you go to church, you go to church for an is. hour or two. That's pretty much what yep. it is. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that explains why I never make it through sermons either. So there you go. So that, I think that, that that's a, totally. If you, you hit the nail on the head there, Trev, you hit the nail on the head there. So I will say this though. Definitely worth worth listening. Here we go. Check it out. I know it has nothing to do with football, but it's been consuming my Sunday, and, and I know it consumed yeah. many many days for Trev. So there you go. All right, let's turn to uh, let's turn to some football because we're going to be talking about the NFL NFL preseason week three. We're going to be talking about Teddy Bridgewater in Denver, Garden Minshew going to the Eagles, injuries. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so painful. J.K. Dobbins, yeah. uh, Irv Smith, T.Y. Hilton, and much much more. So let's go ahead and get this rolling. So before we hit the uh, preseason week three, I want to just quickly talk about Thrive Fantasy because all you guys, you like supporting us, like listening to the show, please go support Thrive Fantasy. It's a prop up on Thrive Fantasy, you know, because it's amazing stuff there. They have daily fantasy sports, esports, and uh, player props. With Thrive, you can eliminate countless of hours of research, and we do countless of hours of research, so you can eliminate countless hours of research focused on only the top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact of the game. Choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and under based on how likely it is to hit. Hit the most props and rack up the most points. Win over $140,000 of guaranteed prizes in NFL Week 1. Who couldn't use $140,000 of guaranteed prizes, man? Unless you're Kanye. Then you don't need $140,000. Yeah, unless you're Kanye. Kanye's like, nah, nah. I just earned that on half like one hour of listening on Spotify, so I don't really need that. (laughs) So unless you're Kanye, please sign up for Thrive Fantasy. Use promo code GARBAGETIME. When you sign up today, and you'll receive 100% instant first deposit, deposit match up to $100. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store by visiting www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. All right, enough of that garbage. Let's talk about more garbage, and that's the week season, preseason, week three, end of the preseason, highlights and takeaways. Let's start with the Washington football team. Well, Trev, oh. I know we talked about this earlier, and you're like, well, that's going to be easy because they didn't do shit. But, hey, I know they did some stuff on the field. <laughs> and it, it definitely impacted their 53-man roster. So give us your thoughts about week three and their 53-man roster for the Washington football team. Um, I think our one and twos are going to be okay. We need mm-hmm. major depth at the linebacker spot. Um, our kicking game, I don't care what anybody says. It's shaky. It needs attention. Mm-hmm. That's all mm-hmm. I have to say on that. I'm not going to go much into detail on that. Um, other than that, uh, if you want to base it off the Ravens game, yeah. our threes and four, our depth is, is trash. Um, we're not going to be able to <laughs> stop anybody if their name is called for some odd reason. We're not right. going to stop anybody. So hopefully they address that with the, the waiver yep. claims coming this week and all these other cuts. But um, yeah. this year, yeah. I think it's a clear cut of who's going to make the 53 and who's not. We've got a couple – Positions that I mean, a couple of players at wide receiver and running back that we don't know if it's going to make 53 or not. Kind of a, a good battle there. But other than that, I think we're pretty set on the 53. So and I'm confident of going into the 53, but we need depth for sure. Yeah. 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 No, no, no doubt. That is definitely something um, that we saw there. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, they, I see they, they just announced their 53 
man roster or they're going to announce their 53 man roster soon. And um, it'll be interesting yeah, to see how it goes from there. Um, certainly looking forward to seeing them on the field with the right team and whether depth is going to bite them or not, because that certainly is something we'll have to take a close look at. So let's talk about a couple other highlights around the league. I'm just going to hit a couple of things real fast here. And then I want to get your, your feedback on this, Trev. So first of all, rookie quarterback, rookie quarterback, Kellen Mond. So we haven't talked about Kellen Mond at all. We talked about the top four or five of them. You know, obviously we talked about Trevor Lawrence a ton and Justin Fields, and we've talked about Trey Lance and, but we haven't talked about Kellen Mond. And of course, Zach Wilson, who I love right now, but we're talking about Kellen Mond. He did help Minnesota in the third uh, preseason game, move the ball on the ground and over the air. He had a nice 40 yard scramble. He had 40 yards, totally total scramble himself. Um, and led to two touchdowns in the fourth quarter when he had control and, you know, almost won that game against the Chiefs threes. So that's interesting, interesting to note. I mean, because Minnesota, mm-hmm. obviously, with Kirk Cousins. I love Kirk Cousins, but he's probably not there in the long haul, and Kellen Mond may be the guy that takes over. Yep. yep. And then, of course, there's rookie Kyle Trask. We don't talk about Trask very much because we all know that um, a certain – a certain somebody, number 12, may be behind center for quite some time. But Kyle Trask, you know, he had a great day uh, with the Bucks, completed 12 of 14 for 146 yards on the score. On the other side of that uh, contest was Texans rookie quarterback Davis Mills, who threw, who threw three interceptions but did Ooh. have two touchdowns. Some question marks there because Deshaun Watson, we may not see him this year. He may make the three-man Ooh. roster and just be inactive every single week, which is crazy. This is crazy. Which is crazy. Um, I know. It's not. Exactly. $10 million. If I was like Deshaun Watson, I'd be like, hell yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm just going to hang out on the sideline. Uh, You know, I can sit here in the game. I can listen to, um, I can listen to Donda one and a half times uh, during the time of the game, you know? So I just hang out in the back here and got my headphones on. I'm good to go. Uh, So anyway, uh, a couple other highlights to hit here. Nine months after tearing both the ACL and MCL in his left knee, Bengals quarterback, Joe Burrow taking his first snaps on Sunday against the Dolphins. Uh, he only had one a pass attempt, which was dropped by Jamar Chase. And, oh, boy, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Jamar oh, my Chase. goodness. Yeah. Terrible preseason. He had five drops. total drops in his college year last oh. year, and he already has five in preseason. That's I know. Oh, my gosh. And his drop with, um, with, with Joe Burrow, his former college yeah. quarterback, was, was, a screen, thing, was a bubble but... screen pass. A bubble screen pass. I mean, come yeah. on. If, if anything you should be able to catch, even having no reps is a bubble screen pass. You know, I just not yeah. not great for Jamar Chase right there. Um, 49ers, let's switch to them for a second because Kyle Shanahan is mixing it up with two quarterback system, getting both Jimmy G yeah. and Trey Lance in. Three in, three out, three in, three out. It's a little bit weird, um, but it seems to be working for them. They are both really moving pretty – I mean, think about the fact that they were playing against the Raiders backups, but still – they were moving pretty nicely. Both Garoppolo and Lance looked good there. So, interesting situation brewing there. Trey Lance has a chip in his finger, so he's going to be out for a week. That was just reported as before we got on air. So. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's what we, that's, that will definitely change a lot of things there. So, that will be interesting to see yes, will. How, how that resolves. Um, okay. Well, let's talk about Josh Rosen for a second, um, otherwise known yeah. as the other Josh. <laughs> drafted in the first yeah. round of the year, Josh Allen was drafted. He completed nine of 18 for 118 yards, including a seven-yard pass to Juwan Green in the fourth quarter for Atlanta's lone touchdown. Matt Ryan didn't play at all. Uh, interesting thing there, Josh Rosen. You know, we don't know. We always thought he was okay, and obviously everyone thought he was right. really good coming out of college, but he has disappointed in two back-to-back stops. So 
I don't know. You know, could it be the answer hey, for the well, Falcons? I don't. Who I don't knows? think it'd be the answer, but he's he's got to battle Felipe Franks for that number two spot, and yeah, yeah, he, he should yeah. get that. He should, but you never know. So. Yeah, no, I I totally agree, and it, it's interesting because. I've never been a fan of Josh Rosen, um, and I just didn't, I didn't have that feel that he'd be a good quarterback in the NFL. He may have wisened up. I don't know. Maybe he's learned some um, across his two failed stints now, and maybe he's, maybe he's, he's getting better. I, it's hard to tell. Fourth quarter of a third preseason game, a lot of people can look good, you know. So, you know, yeah. just look at, my, look, at, look, at, look at Mitch Trubisky, right? You know, I'm a Bears fan. I've seen Mitch Trubisky do great things in the fourth quarter of preseason yeah. game. Clearly does not translate to success. Hey. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <We'll see>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One, one more here is the Rams, you know, so against the Rams, I should say, uh, Denver saw the return of Cortland Sutton, who I absolutely love. He, he was recovering from a torn ACL. He hauled in two of his three targets for 23 yards, including eight yard score from Teddy Bridgewater, the guy who has been named the quarterback there. Um, Sutton, you know, I don't know. If People will nothing to remember that in 2019, 1,112 yards. He's dynamic. He's great. I, I love me some Cortland Sutton. And that makes me feel even better about taking him late in fantasy football drafts. But, hey, I'll stop there for a second. Uh, Trev, anything to add about all those or any reaction? I know you were kind of feeding back on some of that stuff uh, as we go along. But any news there? Uh, no, that's about it. I think you covered it all. Nothing really okay. striking or outstanding <laughs> happened this weekend. So. You know. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, and we're going to talk about in more detail how this impacts the teams because there are some quarterback changes, and this is the one that we're just going to roll right into here. So let's. This is really kind of one and the same, but we haven't hit the boxing bell in a while, so I'm going to just hit this thing just for fun, and let's talk about Teddy Bridgewater, who has been named the starter over Drew Locke, and perhaps surprisingly in some ways because Drew Locke has been kind of trending towards the guy who's going to start, but the Broncos last Wednesday named Teddy Bridgewater, and that's on the back of a strong preseason, um, and that ultimately was enough to earn him the starting job. Of course, Drew Locke also had lots of inconsistency downfield. Um, it's just like sometimes you're beautiful and sometimes it's like, what the hell are you doing, buddy? So I think that the inconsistency exactly. kind of pushed them off the uh, the ledge there, and maybe they're going to start with Teddy Bridgewater for a little bit and see how it goes uh, in order to take the pressure off of Drew Locke. I don't know. I, I, kinda, I love Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think he's the long-term solution in Denver. But let me turn it over to you because obviously Denver has a lot of the right tools in their belt. They got Jerry Judy. They got Gordon mm-hmm. Sutton coming back. KJ Hamler um, is there. Okay. And Noah Fant, exactly. obviously a great, fun, great, great there. And of course they got Javante Williams in the backfield now along with Melvin Gordon. It's just that quarterback that is just questionable. Yeah. So what do you think? Teddy Bridgewater. In um, I think it's, I mean, it's a good move. Teddy Bridgewater made the playoff, you know, some postseasons like um, yep. he's established veteran. He just hasn't been quite the same or pretty much given, um, enough credit since he messed up his for his ACL horribly in Minnesota. Yeah. But, I mean, if he's there on your roster and he showed, and it was a true quarterback competition, a lot of these teams say, oh, there's a quarter, there's a competition. It's really not. <laughs> but in Denver, right. they're really legit. It was because you got Teddy coming over from that, and then Drew Locke was trying to find his, his mojo. So I think they did right. a great job with Teddy starter for week one at least. But like you said, I don't know how long that'll last. I don't see him being the quarterback next year of the future or anything, but Denver is is crazy. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. And, and, you know, it will definitely change the look of that offense. I mean, Teddy uh, tends to like to go with short 
timing throws, and he does the checkdowns much more frequently. Drew Locke likes to air it out, and usually to his detriment. <laughs> so, but right. then, you know, when he aired it out, you know, that was great for guys like uh, like Cortland Sutton, you know? I mean, like, he, mm-hmm. he liked the breakdown field, and he was, he was perfect for that. K.J. Hamler would also benefit from that. Jerry Judy will, I think, will benefit from Bridge from Bridgewater because he is a very precise route runner. So I, I can see that a big benefit for Jerry Judy there. Well, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on that. And speaking of quarterback competitions that weren't really quarterback competitions, as you say, Trev, that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, we all know. I mean, we all know, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they didn't draft. They Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like during the during the preseason and in the in the in the pre preseason, who were they trying to fool, saying that they were like, we drafted Trevor Lawrence, but you know what, Gardner Minshew might win that. I mean, I love Gardner Minshew as much as the next guy. You know, I'd love to go hang out with the dude, maybe drink a beer with him or something like that. But as right. my starting quarterback, as much as I hate Clemson, Trevor Lawrence is the man. You know, I just don't see how, how anybody believe that. But anyway, Eagles acquired Gardner Minshew. From the Jaguars for a conditional six-round pick. So what are your thoughts about Gardner Minshew going to the Eagles? Uh, he's quarterback, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Flacco, I guess they, he proved in this last preseason game that he is not quarterback, too. Um, yeah. I felt like Joe Flacco has now assumed the role of a Josh McCown, you know, just a serviceable backup, third-string emergency quarterback if you need one. Call Joe Flacco. But I think Gardner Minshew there <laughs> is now quarterback, too. And, like, you got to feel bad for Jalen Hurts. Like, you get drafted by yeah. a team who didn't want to because you were yeah. there. And then you get Joe Flacco in, quote, unquote, for quarterback competition. And then you bring in Gardner Minshew. It's like, what are you trying to tell Jalen Hurts? It's like, <laughs> I know. I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. And Show so some confidence. Up there. If Gardner Minshew comes in and lights up practices and does this and that, he could be Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback. You never know. Yeah. Jalen Hurts yeah. is questionable. I think I I think this should be Jalen's rookie season just because of the whole the COVID thing last year and I agree he got some playing time here and there and this and that so I think this is his true rookie season and he's got a ball out because it's clear that the front office and the head coaches don't have 100 percent faith in him to keep bringing all these quarterbacks in so yeah up there in Philly. yeah and I just don't understand what the Eagles are doing honestly because you know they extend Carson Wentz like big time. And then they go out and yeah. spend draft capital on Jalen hurts. And then they don't like Jalen hurts. What? what? I mean, right. I, I understand that there was several, those two administrations involved and, you know, maybe this, you know, I don't know, maybe he's got the wires crossed and now there's a different evaluation of him, but we haven't seen enough of Jalen hurts to know what he's going to be in the NFL yet. That's, that's my, my, cause, yeah. When we first saw, you know, Lamar Jackson in his first season, Everyone thought, oh, you know what, he's going to run, but he can't pass the ball. And he proved us mm-hmm. wrong. You know, last year he took a couple steps back, but then you know, there were some injuries and stuff like that as well. But, you know, honestly, he, has, he can be a very good pocket passer, and he can actually get out and throw outside the pocket as well. It's not just his legs. Jalen Hurts is kind of getting the same kind of raw deal, I think. They're like, you know what, he can run the ball, but he can't throw it. Ah, we haven't seen enough to know that yet, in my opinion. Exactly. You know, I agree not, not enough. Yeah, that's not enough. And, I, and I'm rooting for the guy. You know, as much as I don't like the Eagles, I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts to, to make show of it. Although I do like Gardner Minshew, too. Although without the stash, he's really nothing special. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, division, I like the so poor stash. That was great. They're in my division, so it doesn't matter who's quarterback. We're going to win anyway. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. So let's talk about some injuries because this is where – 
And then, oh, I should hit the bell. Because this is really, I mean, really got to talk about this because this sucks. This totally sucks. Yeah, MRI confirmed that J.K. Dobbins suffered a torn ACL, suffered in the first quarter of the Ravens' third preseason game, and he will miss the entirety of the 2021 season. I'm so After sorry, J.K. It was against the Washington football team. I feel really, really bad because uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I like J.K. And I didn't want anybody to get hurt in the preseason. And, of course, it's yeah. our team that it happened with, and it's really bad. Well, you know, it's tough because, he, so, I mean, if anybody didn't see the play, he caught a screen from Lamar Jackson, and he got his leg kind of bent backwards while being tackled. I mean, it mm-hmm. obviously wasn't like somebody hit somebody in the wrong place. It was just, you know, when right. you're catching a ball back there and you're trying to make a move, you, you got to try to make something happen. You tend to move laterally, and then you can get hit by – you can be tackled in any direction. You have this high propensity for having your leg bent, and it just if you're bent in the wrong way, it could be a disaster. And that's just unfortunately mm-hmm. what happened to J.K. Dobbins, um, which is a I real mean, shame. Yep. It should have just – they should have just rested the starter. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, it could have happened in practice. It could have happened, you know, two weeks from now or whatever. But preseason, you know what you have in J.K. Dobbins. You know what you have right. in Lamar Jackson. There was no yeah. reason to put them out there right. for a third final preseason game. I don't care if yeah. so. I agree. I mean, unless unless it's like Joe Burrows where he was coming back from injury and he hasn't seen any game right. time and so you throw him in the third preseason game – you know, you, you protect your starters in that third. I mean, how many times have you seen this in the fourth preseason game? No starters even sniff the field, yes. right? So, exactly. And there's a reason for that, right? You don't want this to happen. Um, that being said, and, I feel terrible for J.K. Dobbins. Actually, there was a later report that said he may also have suffered LCL damage. That actually might even yeah. keep him out even longer than the nine months of ACL tears. And Lamar really, Jackson really got sacked twice. Like you're lucky that nothing happened to him while he got he got sacked. Like he took a right. huge hit on that too. So imagine that, That's right. man. It's just not a good look. No, I totally agree. I totally agree. So let's let's talk about how this impacts the Ravens. And I, I know that if I were to ask you that question, you'd say um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. But let's just talk about like a little bit about the running backs that are there right now. Um, Gus Edwards is there. Justice Hill is there. Any thoughts on Gus Edwards and Justice Hill kind of elevating to that position that is now completely open with J.K. Dobbins out for the season? I um, saw a lot of Gus Edwards in the preseason, unfortunately, because of J.K., but you saw a lot mm-hmm. of him in the preseason and last season, too, in the regular season. He's a, he's a good backup. He's a nice, yeah. he's a solid, serviceable backup. He's going to now have to take that role of J.K.'s, I guess, or they bring another yeah. veteran running back in to, to take J.K.'s spot, but he's He's capable of taking that over, but then if that happens, you got to find somebody else about Gus Edwards that provides the same thing, and I don't really know anybody else after Gus Edwards, so it's yeah. shaky. It's definitely shaky. Yeah, I agree. And, and Gus Edwards, as you say, he is actually a very strong running back, backup running back. He's averaged over five yards per carry in each of his three yeah. seasons. So it's it's he is consistent as consistent can be, but he is just not the pass catcher that J.K. Dobbins was, and he isn't just the, he's not no. the dynamic back that J.K. Dobbins is. And Justice Hill, I mean, the, the, I think that's the the jury's still out on Justice Hill. I don't know yeah. if he'll develop into more. I mean, he can be a pass catcher. He did catch um, plenty of cast uh, 49 passes in his three years at Oklahoma State. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe he can be the guy to pick it up, but it's still nowhere as good as having J.K. Dobbins. Obviously a massive downgrade for the Ravens, and I feel terrible for J.K. Dobbins. I really thought he was going to be yeah. a massive breakout this season. I really did. And I, and I really kind of 
you know, I, I don't have an AFC team I root for. I really do like the Ravens. I have to tell you, I do like the Ravens because I like Lamar Jackson and I like what they're doing there and I like J.K. Dobbins and it's just a real shame all the way around. Uh, real bummer yeah. there. Okay, well, enough about um, Baltimore and J.K. Dobbins. We'll see how that impacts them going forward. But let's talk about Irv Smith Jr., a guy that <laughs> just last week <laughs> talked about how awesome he is and how amazing he's going to be this season. Uh-oh. Of course, I cursed him. I am like the Madden yep. curse times 10. He's got meniscus <laughs> surgery now. He's going to miss the start of the season. Um, so he's going to be at least out the start of the season. But meniscus surgery doesn't necessarily mean you're out for the whole season. Uh, it's just a question of when he's going to be back. Looks like Tyler Conklin will be stepping up a tight end in Minnesota. But, you know, we talked about Irv Smith a lot last week, and mostly because I have a huge man crush on Irv Smith, and I thought he should have had a big bat breakout, but for the fact that he's being blocked by Kyle Rudolph, who's now gone. So, but what about you? What do you think here about the Minnesota Vikings and Irv Smith and what this means to the team there? He just can't get going. Like yeah. he, was a, he was so good in college, and he was – Highly sought after coming in the draft and everything, and he just he just can't get going. He's played yeah. by injury, so it's a huge blow. And like you said, Kyle Rudolph is it was, it was there, but he's gone. So now this is supposed to be his year, and he's going to have to wait a few more weeks to get that started. So it's just really bad, unfortunate luck for Irv Smith. Yeah, I I totally agree. And like I said, uh, for the those of you who who took my advice and drafted him. In your fantasy football leagues, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm just going to own it because, quite frankly, um, how would I have known, guys? Come on. Give me a break here. <laughs> uh, but, but in all honesty, I think that Irv Smith will be back. If you have an IR spot, go ahead and keep him on your roster in your IR spot and pick up Conklin. I think Tyler Conklin has some streaming potential there in your fantasy football leagues. Um, like I said, meniscus surgery is not season-ending. Will, he will be back. So I think that we're okay as far as the long term. But the question is, will he get it rolling once he gets back? Or will it be Tyler Conklin's show by the time he gets back? Right. Um, you know, it's entirely possible that that's what happens, which, again, would be a shame for Irv Smith Jr., who finally gets his break here. All right, let's talk about the last guy on my list for injuries, uh, although I will mention one more after that just because we didn't, it happened right after the show last week. But let's talk about T.Y. Hilton. He's expected to miss multiple weeks with a neck injury now. Um, it's actually been noted that it's uncertain how much time he's going to miss. They're still evaluating it. They're considering – they're not considering the injury season ending, but, you know, the, you know, the opener is just around the corner, so his week one status at least uh, is missing, is, is in, in question, so to speak. And there's uh, a lot of other issues in Indianapolis because – uh, Colts yeah. left tackle Sam Tevy suffered a torn ACL in the team's third preseason game as well. Mm. And Tevy mm-hmm. was supposed to be the starter with Eric Fisher sidelined with an Achilles injury. So that means uh, zero left tackles, which is not good oh for a football team. Uh, so there's that. And, of course, Indy also lost their backup quarterback, Sam Ellinger, um, to a potentially serious knee injury <laughs> as well during the third preseason game. So this was a bad, bad week for the Indianapolis Colts. And then we all know that Carson Wentz is still coming back from his injury, so who knows what's going to happen with him and if he'll be ready for week one, although they say he will be. We'll believe it when we see it. So the Colts, tell us, what are your thoughts on T.Y. Hilton's injury, all these other injuries, and the Indianapolis Colts coming into the season? Oh, man. All these injuries are huge blows for the Colts, especially yeah. because they were a team favored this season to go pretty far in the postseason. They didn't even have them as Super Bowl favorites, which was 
I think it's kind of a reach, but hey, it is what it is. But now, yeah. all the injuries and Carson Wentz and the best guard in football, Quentin Nelson, with the same injuries Carson Wentz. I don't know when he's going to come back. Eric Fisher, Sam Tevy, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Like, yeah. All their hopes and dreams have just been crushed in a matter of a week, which is really sad and really unlucky and unfortunate. So it's going to be tough. Their offensive line is shaky, obviously, and now you don't have a number one receiver out there anymore, so it's going to be tough. They're looking yeah. at the big mountain of time right now. They remind me of basically every season of my Chicago Bears, like a really solid defense and, like, absolutely nothing mm-hmm. on offense. <laughs> you know, maybe one guy. Right, that's, yeah. that's maybe Jonathan Taylor, who was a real stud last year, and they're going to have to lean very heavily on him now and you know i was a little down on him in fantasy football because of the fact that i thought that carson wentz may or may not be up to snuff and who knows what's going to happen and they're just going to put eight guys in the box but now they got to really lean on him so i'm back up on um jonathan taylor if you want to take him in your fantasy football leagues he's going to have to carry this team i think for a little bit of time and even if carson wentz is back because they're not going to have a lot of options and they're not going to have any they're going to have a really weak uh, offensive line so i I think he's going to have to get creative, and he's going to, they're going to have to give him a lot of opportunities to keep them on the field, you know, because yes, the defense is fantastic. But, you know, they can't stop everybody from scoring ever. So it's going to be tough. Hard, hard to win games when you don't score points. Yeah, so <laughs> that will be interesting to see. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? One more last thing. Travis Etienne. We we happened right after our show ended, oh, so yeah. we didn't get to talk about it. So yes, let me let me just throw it over to you because I know you're a big on Travis Etienne. And we were all, yeah. and I love Travis Etienne in college. What do you think about the, um, Travis Etienne's injury and how it impacts the Jacksonville Jaguars? I think it impacts them tremendously. Um, that was Trevor Lawrence's right hand, kind of somebody that could maybe help him get, get a little more comfortable back there in the pocket or under center and everything, just to have that confidence. And now he's gone, so right. now Travis has to look up. I guess who's the Jerome Robinson or something? James like Robinson, yeah. Rob, James, James Robinson, Robinson yeah. He's, yeah. he's good. He had a really good yeah. year last year, too. Yeah. So I think they'll be okay. But still, it's like, dang, man. Travis at the end, uh, Trevor Lawrence, nice lunch, yeah. nice lunch. Now we have to wait and see that the next year. So. Yeah, that's a real bummer. You know, I mean, I, and, and let's not take away from James Robinson. They also have Carlos Hyde there. So it's not like the Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars don't have running backs. It's just that the electricity of having those two guys in the in the backfield is just like, you know, it must have been like, a, in, like an incredible day to be a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, you know, to have those little yeah, guys drafted good. in the first day. So it is a real shame to see that happen. But um, he will be back in the long run. If you have dynasty leagues or keeper leagues, take Travis Etienne late, stick him in your IR, or hold on to him in your bench if you have a long, deep bench, and keep him for next year because he's going to be the starting running back for that Jacksonville Jaguars, I bet, sooner sure. rather sure. than later. All right. Let's hit the air horn on the show. Wow. Another action-packed, totally full show, and we're not going overtime because I know you have other places to be. So here we are at the end. Thank you, everybody. Trev, why don't you give us your uh, social media so people can follow you? Uh, Twitter, at TrevStoresWFT, and Instagram, Trev underscore, underscore stores. You can find me either one. Shoot me a message, a like, a follow. Everything yeah, absolutely. <laughs> definitely follow Trev. He's got all the inside scoop on the Washington football team as well. So give him a, a follow. 
And if you're a Kanye West fan, follow him for sure, because clearly yeah, he's sure, on your bro. side. Look at that. We just re- we just report. Are we gonna get sued by Kanye because we just did the Donde chant? I don't know. We might. We might know, know him. We might. I know. Exactly. Sorry, Kanye. We didn't mean it. I was actually saying Don Doe, so I really wasn't repeating Don. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I, was, okay. I was saying something else. <laughs> All right. Word. Thank you, everybody, for listening and wasting time with us. Um, and, of course, <laughs> if you can find me on Twitter, at FB Garbage Time. And um, thank you. Uh, wow. See, I totally screwed it up. Kanye West totally... <laughs> Totally, I got so screwed up because we talked about Kanye West. I'm so, I'm so worried that Kanye's going to sue us now that I can't even give our sign off. That's how bad it is. Anyway, thank you for listening. We're, thank you for wasting time with us. <laughs> Until next time, enjoy your NFL week and enjoy Kanye West Donda at least up until track 12. Then you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Appreciate it. Have a good night, guys. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.